How's it going, my brothers and sisters? This is Steve Kitts. Thank you for joining us on During Bible Study Podcast. We'll open up in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. And we thank you, Lord, that you're with us and that these words, Lord, that you give us is something we can put in our hearts and use for your glory. Lift you up and give you the honor. In your blessed name we beg. Amen. Scapegoat. Scapegoat. The scapegoat is a fascinating story. Today the word is referred to one that who was wrongly blamed for something, but it originated with an actual goat. A scapegoat is a person or group you place blame on. In the Jewish and Christian scriptures, God ordained a particular day during which the entire nation of Israel would set aside work and during which the priests would atone for the sins of the whole nation. Among the rituals prescribed was that of the scapegoat. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 16, God instructed Moses and Aaron to select two goats every year for an offering. One was to be used as a sin offering to atone for the sins and transgressions of the people. Once killed, its blood was sprinkled on the mercy seat on the Ark of the Covenant, where God would view the blood of the sin of the sin offering and have mercy on the people and forgive them of their sins. It's all about the blood. You you will get that. The high priest would then lay hands on the second goat which was allowed to live and he would confess the sins of the people by putting them on the head of the goat. The goat would then bear the blame for all the transgressions of the people and it would be set free out into the wilderness where God would remember their sins no more. It would go away from them. This goat became known as the scapegoat. As the scapegoat carried the sins of the people away, and thereby cleansing Israel for another year. The rites, or the, the process of the scapegoat, was not intended to affect the physical sins, but rather the act of sins of the people. It was intended to arouse us and to catch our attention, to motivate us to repent of our sins and put them behind us, to allow us to start out with a new beginning, for all the sins had been forgotten and thrown away as if it were into the sea of forgetfulness. Jewish history records that it is common practice to tie a red strip of cloth around the scapegoat. The red stripe or strip represented the sins of the people which it was atoned for the blood that was poured on the mercy seat. According to the Jewish Talmuds, the red stripe would eventually turn white, signifying God's acceptance of the offering. Jesus was that final sin offering. He was the perfect lamb. He was a scapegoat bearing the sins for all mankind. The use of the scapegoat can be seen as a metaphorical process of which the sin is carried away. The act indeed back then needed to be repeated every year. And the process that Jesus as our scapegoat required him to only do it once and it would never be repeated. He does everything perfectly. The timeless message of the scapegoat scapegoat ritual is that a truly achieve atonement or kapara 
It is to show two aspects, the payment for a price and the cleansing of our sins. That is why there are two goats in the scapegoat ritual. One that is sacrificed to God as a sin offering, and one that is sent out into the wilderness to bear the sins of all the people. The first is a scapegoat. The first goat is to signify the sins offered to convey that, in principle, that we pay a price for our sins. Sacrifice, however, reserved for the kofar, a random or substitute for us. The second goat is a scapegoat ritual. Is sent off into the wilderness bearing the sins of the people to remind us that we must remove our sins from our ways and in our lives. The high priest put both hands on the head of the live goat and confessed all the sins of Israel. All of our sins were put on one person. And thus he symbolizes place the sins of the head on the goat and sent it off into the wilderness never to return. In this ultimate image of the Carthanist, and that's a complete confession or remover of our sins so that they're no longer part of our being in our, or in our space. The second aspect of Kapara, the cleansing of ourselves, we can achieve only through reflection, confession, and resolute to cast away our sins, to remove the sins from us, never to do them again. The idea is to truly atone for our transgressions so that we both will pay the price and the confession in the intuit. As a psychological matter, a human being who knows he or she has done something wrong will not feel a sense of personal resolution or closure unless they have confessed and owned up to the misdeed on the one on hand and make amends or pays to the extent possible Appropriately, the requirements for both payment and confession are conceptual prerequisites for atonement in Jewish law. It is well known that you cannot save kapara without confession or repentance of sin. They go hand in hand. But the same logic is not enough to apologize for our fellow human beings for wrongs that we have done towards them. Rather, it is up to us to make things right. To the best of our abilities. We need to know that Jesus became our scapegoat. He took our sins away to never be remembered again. That don't give us a free reign to go out and sin, but it gives us somebody to talk to when we do sin. With confession and repentance, our sin have a home in heaven. We have a home in heaven. Well, we praise God that Jesus came and took our sins away. We are thankful that God allowed Jesus to come to be part of our salvation, to give us the hope that we would never have without Him. We thank Him for all that He's done for us, and we'll close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise You, Lord, for what You've done for us and how You've brought us into Your family. We've been born into the heavenly home because of You, because of our belief in You, Lord, and we we hollow, humbly accept uh, that you're the one that we have to turn to. Your sacrifice was enough. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, and we lift you up in your blessed name. Amen. I want to take a minute to talk to you about Buzzsprout. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new market or a channel, may I suggest that you share your thoughts and your ideas with the world. And it's just so fun to have a talk show 
Podcasting is very easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more within minutes of finishing each recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And a team that they have at Buzzsprout is passionate in helping you succeed. They want you to succeed. Join with over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's go ahead and create something together. God bless you. Let me tell you about a new product that you probably need to go check out. It's called Talking Jesus Doll at JesusDoll.com. If you use my promo code Steve Kitts at checkout, they'll give you an extra 10% off. With all the woke culture going out affecting kids with cartoons and toys, they're trying to separate your kids and your grandkids from the family and from God. I recommend that you introduce Jesus to your kids as early as possible. That's why we're partnering with the Talking Jesus Doll. It's a plush doll that talks. When you squeeze the hand, it speaks ten phrases that Jesus said in the Bible, from the Lord's Prayer to John 3.16 and everything in between. With everything that's going on, it's important to introduce our children to the love and the lessons that Jesus had for many years. I love this product and so does everyone else. The reviews are amazing and kids are learning the Bible verses and using the doll to minister to others. If you have kids, grandkids, nieces, and nephews, this is a perfect gift for them. It could be for Easter, birthdays, and even Christmas. Teach your kids about the Lord. Go to JesusDoll.com and use the promo code SteveKids for 10% off and God bless you.